Hello and welcome to Side Dish, a podcast about Longmont. All the stuff you want to know and very little you really need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. And I'm Brady Steffel. Welcome in, Brady. Welcome, Eric. And welcome to our audience. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Uh, so thanks how's it going today, Brady? It's pretty good. The weather really took a took a nosedive, didn't it? Yeah, it's, it did. You know, it was great to give you, you – you gave me that alert this morning that told me that we're going to get weather. Um, I only have 15 apps, my wife, TV, radio, news, yeah. but apparently – I rely on Brady to give me all the weather that I need. This guy's tank is just full of snark today. <laughs> oh, my God. Should have seen the email chain this morning. He's putting me on blast. <laughs> what? Why are we so obsessed with the weather? I don't understand. It's just a big part of who we are. But like, I don't understand why. When did it turn? It's always been like this. No, it hasn't. I grew up where we had a weatherman who, like, drew on a board, and you got weather at, like, once – Twice a day. That's it. Now all of a sudden we're obsessed about it. We I don't know. To, I feel like it's just, we call our blizzards names now. Like yeah, Norman. It's the Norman Blizzard. I don't agree with that. It's crazy. I'll be honest. I don't agree with that. But I grew, where I grew up, I feel like everybody talked about weather all the time. It was just that. That's just the way it was. Because what do we talk about out in the, the cornfields? Eh, corn's coming in. <laughs> Too wet for the corn. Well, yeah, but that Beans makes sense for rural America. You, weather is your life. Like know. it's between bankruptcy and making it. Well, it's yeah. I don't know. We got we got like eight to eighteen or something. Nobody knows. It's supposed to be wet and heavy. Everybody's losing their minds. And I went to King Supers today and had an absolute disaster time because everybody's gonna stocking up on milk before the storm comes. And everybody needs their turkey. Okay, but what I don't understand is why. Okay, the things that my wife and I always laugh about. So about the blizzard stuff or the big snowmageddons or whatever that descend upon us. Is yeah. the, are the things that people buy. So when we go to the store, we laugh because toilet paper's gone. Yeah. Like, apparently there's going to be this amazing emergency where everybody has to go to the bathroom for days. And then bottled water, which I always laugh at with snow. It's like there's snow outside. Yeah. If you were really thirsty, you probably could just eat the snow. I, I think the run on milk is funnier. And then the milk thing, which like, is really fascinating to me, too. And then mushrooms. We always find mushrooms are gone, too. We that, don't understand why. That one's actually... Like people, and eggs. So, like, people are apparently yeah. making lots of... Omelets, omelets, and then have to use the facilities afterward. Paper towels, another one too. People got so. egg allergies and they don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think exactly. actually break out really bad. Yeah, egg All right, let's do our buzz around town. So let's see. I have um, was kind of looking at Pike and Hover and that area over there and the new developments. And you know, when you're driving that diagonal, you see quite a bit of you know three story buildings going up over there yeah. to your right. And when you're coming into town and. So Clovis Point is a new 208-unit apartment community off the diagonal, um, set to deliver its first units in mid-2020. And it's a McWinney. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. They actually did the Union Station and are out of Evergreen. It's their first development in Longmont and a community it has been eyeing for a long time. Let me tell you a little bit more about this. It is intended to evoke a comfortable Scandinavian mountain resort-inspired feel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's wrong with Scandinavian multifamily I, appeal? Look, I, I think that would be a great thing if they pull it off. Like, kudos. I like the idea because I think that's that's a nice feel, right? But that's your, what, Pike and Hover? Yeah, exactly. It's not some isolated. Yeah, but no, let me tell you the amenities now. Maybe right. it will evoke a Scandinavian okay. feel here. So, including grills, fire pits, entertainment space, a pool, a spa, central green park space, an alpine pond. Okay. Sauna? Family play area and dog park. Do they have a sauna? They don't have a sauna, but well, they have an alpine. Alpine in quotes. Pond. Uh, uh, yeah, it would have to be, wouldn't it? <laughs> so <laughs> the three-story community designed in partnership with Horde Copeland Mach Architects. Cool. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Two-story clubhouse to include mail pickup, 
with parcel lockers, a community kitchen, multi, multiple lounge areas that include a 360-degree vapor fireplace, a library, co-working spaces, fitness on demand, and yoga. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, like the, uh, the, the aspersions aside, it sounds like it'll be a nice place. Like, yeah, but does... I, I agree with you, though. You have Balfour, which I'm going to get to in a second here, that's right next to it. So you're not going to be able to l- really look at the mountains at no. this new place. That's kind of the thing. Like, any, even where I live, if, I, if I'm looking the right way and sort of peek between houses, I can see the mountains. But yeah. you, you can't really see But the I mountains. will tell you, the architecture is pretty cool. Okay. When I see the renderings, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So Anyway, cool for a long one. Um, Aceterra. Is a company on a mission. It is um, over in that same general area, and they're also in the same development. But basically, what they do is they do ultrasound technology, um, with all with the goal of simultaneously reducing the costs associated with maintaining these devices while ensuring both patient and user safety. Can you tell I'm reading from the website? <laughs> okay, but it's cool. It's a really neat little building over there. They went over there. It's kind of this new, if you will, kind of technology center. Um, that's over there. So it's all right. cool. I mean, that yeah. stuff needs to be done. Yeah. I, I don't understand all of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean. um, the other one is pods. So the big Oof. pods, you know, you see those things descend yeah, basically on driveways like a, and then you throw stuff in it and you store them. And, yeah, they're basically yeah. What, like a mini C container or something. They're just like a universal block that you can exactly. yeah, stick junk into. Yeah. And yeah. I think Americans are at an all-time high for the amount of junk that we own. It is pretty amazing. But so. pods actually is... What they're really touting is if you're moving to the area, you can store your stuff yeah. and then you can bring it in when you find your place yeah. and that sort of thing. You got but too much junk, you can yeah. move it with pods. Exactly. You can store it with pods. You can do whatever you got. And I have lots of pods nightmares because I actually had to help somebody clean out their house and bring back five pods that I had to unload. Oof. Yeah, it was pretty dreadful. You, but, why aren't so. you this kind of friend to me? <laughs> yeah, because you give me weather updates. Uh. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Finally, Bell for <laughs> Senior Living in Longmont. This is opening in fall of 2020. It's in the same general area. Um, they are, let's see, coming over with a facility that is going to be, uh, actually, it's going to have a breathtaking view of Rocky Mountains. So that's well, first so. of all. And kind of because they are actually <clears throat> kind of near the diagonal, so they'll be able to see breathtaking views. Um, it's going to be independent living, assisted living, and Alzheimer's and memory care accommodation. Where's this one at? It's over on Pike and Hover, so okay. right, actually, right across, like, if you think about it, just south of Oscar Blues yeah, and just to the east, if you will. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's actually a lot of stuff going up on oh, Pike right now. tons of stuff over yeah, there. Yeah, it's crazy so. over there. So Yeah, you want to take a guess on how much the suite would cost, the studio would cost? Six grand. No, it's pretty close. About five grand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that per that month. It's per not. Month. It's not cheap. But and that's for that's from a place from from mom or a place for mom that you see advertised all the time. At least that's, that's what they. That's what they say. They said the how mom. much it would cost. All right. Yeah. So what you got over there? Well, I got raising canes is coming. Hey hey hey. And I'll say, uh, I've eaten at raising canes. I thought it was all right. Uh, so it's going into the uh, the old Madeleine, which didn't last real long. I thought. Yeah. Kind of a, yeah. a neat style of restaurant, but it, it didn't make it. Yeah. And now we've got Raising Cane's taking over that. This is like um, sort of at the permity early phase stage. So um, it's listed on the Longmont development site, but um, hopefully it actually goes through for them. It seems like people people lose their minds about it. I have uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm, a, I'm on a Discord for anybody who's who knows what a Discord is. Uh, I've got a little chat room, and my friends go nuts for it. They they really do. And I've got a friend who lives out in Portland now, and he's talking about moving back to the Midwest, and he said. I got to move back to the Midwest because they got Raising Cane's. Well, apparently Raising Cane's is really famous for its chicken fingers. Yeah, and their sauces. I think it's pretty straightforward. I think it's like chicken fingers, and and um, they do, they do like fried chicken. And I've eaten there before. Like I said, I can't eat there now because of the 
uh, what did I call it? The sea legs? The celiac. The sea leg, the celiac or sea leg allergy. <laughs> yeah. sea, it's an autoimmune disease. Sea legs. That's that crab imitation. Yeah. Thing. yeah. I can't eat that either because yeah. it's yeah. got wheat in it a lot of times. Yeah. But I, I do have celiac disease. So this kind of place is right out. I do like chicken strips. I would try it again, but this one's going to be off. And I've also got one that I really thought was really interesting. Um, it's called Ross Monster Vans. And I think it's pronounced Monster. I think it's like a Swedish or some sort of Scandinavian word. Okay. And it means like design. So it's like a grand design sort of thing. Oh, cool. See if I've got okay. it in my notes here, what it actually means. Yeah. But, uh, they're moving into 611 2nd Ave, um, which is close to, I think, the the red liquor store right off of Main Street. And again, close to where the, the new apartments are going to be. So right off of 2nd Street, uh, there's going to be that going on. And uh, I looked them up, and it's a pretty cool deal. It looks like they make high-end uh, camping vans with like wow. custom woodworking and wow. stuff in it and like um, really nice detailed so it, it's definitely a craftsmanship type camper van style thing and I, I don't know what they go for um, so monster monster in the Swedish language means to design and create artistically simply and skillfully this is the guiding inspiration going to each and every pro- project that they do and it really looked like it on the website I thought it was just really beautiful a lot of cool wood uh, high-end pieces so they started as custom woodworkers, uh, carpenters, and engineers with a passion for the outdoors. And if you look at the website, they all look like they're they're definitely they're like definitely in the outdoors. Yeah, they're they're definitely a, a Boulder County. So it looks like it's vans in some ways. Huh? Yeah, it is. It is yeah. vans, and it's it's camping vans. And I think you could probably a lot of them say like two people, but you could you can drive four and sleep two. And they're, they're beautiful. So um, we have Ross, who's basically the Ross and Ross monster, who actually is the custom woodworker. And then yeah. you've got Luke, who's the math guy. Michael, who's the sassy Mike. Not really sure what he's sassy apparently. That's what he's one of the guys is just electric. He's electric. <laughs> the electric guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh looks like Justin and then Sam is Mr. Williamson. And so I thought this was neat because the they're gonna change the building up a little bit. The ground floor, the street facing portion is gonna be a coffee shop. Ah. Yeah. And then um the, the back would be artisanal manufacturing. Um, which will entail building cabinets for cargo vans and camper conversions. And the second floor um, is going to be used for private office space, which was previously used for residential. And I think this place used to be sort of a knick-knacky, um, used, like, I'm not sure if it's consignment or if Can it you was... tell me again where it was or where it is? I'm yeah, sorry. 611 Second Avenue. 611 Second Avenue, okay. So if you're, you're going on Second Avenue and you're on the west side of Main Street, it's like right there. It's like I think I think right on the corner is the red liquor store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then right so behind it's right that, across it, right across the street from that. Is it's right. It's that? on the same side of the street. Okay. It's just right. It'd be just adjacent to it. It'd be oh, the, okay. the next yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a knickknack, like yeah. you said, knickknack store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you're there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm there. So very, very. It was cool. a sock store, right? No. <laughs> yeah, it's still socks. <laughs> uh, so it looks like you'll be able to buy a new van. I, you know, if you guys work there, I think I sent them an email this morning. I hope it went through. Um, but you can also rent vans that they have and I think they've got two or three I think it's just two and one I think was like $90 a night and one was like $200 a night and I looked at it going how could it be that much but it was like a Mercedes van with okay really okay. high-end woodworking and you can you can take that up to the hills for a week or whatever and, and have a really nice time with it so it looked really cool I thought this is this one stood out as something that's a pretty fascinating new type of thing coming to town so I thought that was really cool it's really cool you know I'm embarrassed to say that there has been parked in our neighborhood a van that looks just like this. It's blue. Yeah. And I'm just really curious to know if 
one of the guys who's a f- who's involved in this actually lives near me. Would be pretty cool. <laughs> you like, you yeah. rent these out of Longmont, yeah. <clears throat> so they must have been around here for a while. I don't know. Um, wow. Cool story. Uh, I wish them all the best because I think this is a. I mean, it's going to be a niche it's thing because really cool. it's it's yeah. high end. Yeah. But there are people who do van living these days, and there are people who um, do van conversions. I helped my brother do a van conversion as a sleeping thing, and so he like takes like a moon that, roof and like a, oh yeah, we yeah. peel the roof off. And, nah, it's just it's a pretty mm-hmm. basic unit. So he's got he's got a, a nice bed in the back, little water station. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff. Um, it's really so cool. Yeah, it is. It's actually really neat. And he, he and his wife take it out, and they live in California now, so they drive up in the hills, and they just yeah. drive it there, sleep in that. They've got an extra battery in there. They run their stuff, and then they go home. So cool. It's a cool thing. That um, is really cool. So, so there say. we go. Awesome. All right. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? Oh, did you know it's going to snow tonight? I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here to tell me that. That's yeah. awesome. That's so I, cool. I, I will say that I... just I, had no idea. Yeah. Uh, it's well, amazing. It's, it's, I'm just full of snark. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Full tank. Um, <laughs> I did. I will say I did go to the Molly McGee Craft Market. I think oh, yeah, how was it? It was great. Actually, was really impressed. Did you buy something? Yeah, I did. You really? What'd yeah, you I buy? bought a few things. I bought. Oh, I can't say because I bought some gifts. Oh, okay. And I don't know if anybody. Nobody's did. listening, so no, you I can know. tell us. Shout <laughs> it to the wife. <laughs> I did get a couple of nice things for my mom that I think she'll actually like and something for my sister-in-law. And nice. then we bought a couple things for Kelsey. And actually we got, I can say we bought a really cute apron for my niece. Nice. And it's nice. It's, it's, it's a dragon, basically. Oh, very cool. And it had ears yeah. and like a silver wings on so it. Then so then was it mostly like pottery? Was it mostly like woodcraft? Everything. everything. Yeah, it was everything wow. from CBD to aprons to scarves really to, cool. I mean, bread. It was and actually, I was pretty impressed with the quality of stuff there. That's really cool. Because you, you got to pay yeah. your money to get in. It's like five bucks yeah. at the door. And I was like, really? That's really but, cool. But um, it was cool. So I like that. So, um, yeah. We got a we got a deep dive? We do. We have a deep dive because we don't have a guest this week. Nobody returned our calls. Yeah. So it's really kind of sad. But it's we'll, the way it is sometimes. We are actually doing a kind of a preamble, if you will, because there are some cool things that are going on within city planning regarding the um, – bikes and accessibility, if you will, yeah. within downtown on the corridor. And so plastered on our door and sent out last week was this idea of this Kaufman Street Corridor project. It's actually more than just an idea. It's actually going to happen. Okay. So and this is past the... Looks like it's past everything. So okay. they're actually going to get started on this in 2023. Um, they are already asking people to come out and discuss the first steps with this corridor project. Um, I don't know if you got notes there. I'm pointing to a sheet here for the sure. people who are so listening. So let's like for people who don't set live, it up right now. For people yeah. who don't live in our neighborhood, yeah. Main Street is pretty obvious because it, it cuts right through the middle of town, yeah. basically. Yeah. And then on the east and west, well, I mean, it's, for those people listening in uh, Lyon, France, right now. Well, they, I mean, like people <laughs> in Clover Basin who go down to Boulder often probably don't know a lot about what's going on in our neck of the woods. You know, and this might not be super near. So, yeah, north, south, over there. Yeah. If you never come up to our neck of the woods, it's awesome. Come on by. Yeah. But um, it's it can get really congested, and a lot of traffic goes through there, and the city is saying, hey, it's going to get busier and busier. And on either side of Main Street, on the east side and on the west side, there's Kaufman and Kimbark. Is that right? Kaufman, Kimbark. Yep, correct. So on the, the west Kimbark side. Kimbark is on the east side, and Kaufman's on the west side. Yep. Exactly. And so... The Kaufman Street is not really great to drive on. There's a lot of stop signs. Um, it's not too bad right where you're at. But then, like Terry there, there's not a lot of good north-south corridors. No, I mean, within the city, if you're a bicyclist, the north-south corridor is like the golden goose. You're yeah. trying to figure out what the best north-south corridor is. And as somebody who has done a lot of road biking, and I live in this part, um, I just kind of take weird side streets. Yeah. And I know yeah. a good path to get out. 
now, but I, I take I Harvard. And for me, like being on my scooter and such, so for me, it's trying to figure out how to get in certain areas north-south usually. East-west is usually pretty easy. Yeah, east to west figure is, out some stuff. Is better. Uh, the north south, like if you're trying to get over to Lowe's or that area over there, it's like okay, go down Martin, that sort of thing. Yeah. Or if you're going down, you know, you can go down Kaufman to a certain point. So, but do you feel the safest being on there? So, yeah, I mean, if you're walking on on Main Street, it's fine. Yeah. Biking is miserable. They don't want yeah. you riding your bikes there anyway. So lo and behold, City of Longmont has come <laughs> up with a exciting new changes that will improve transportation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's coming to Kaufman Street, and this actually looks really dramatic, which is why we're bringing it up because yeah. this isn't just like oh we're gonna we're gonna paint a new bike lane on like they did on Third Street by the Sunset Golf Course that people just drive in the bike lane all the time. Yeah, useless. Um, I but, would aiken it to what they've done in Mountain View. So it's pretty dramatic what they did in Mountain View as far as, but this is even more dramatic because it includes bus transportation and pedestrian as right. well as biking. And so this is with um, a grant that was awarded. The city's going to begin construction on this multi-use corridor in 2023. So they got a long time left, a lead time left to, to plan this out, but it will focus on Kaufman between 1st and 9th Avenue and is expected to open to the public at the same time as the the bus rapid transit, which is going to start between Longmont and Boulder. I, I wish I knew more about that, too, because I think that's pretty interesting. So I'm really confused about that because you've mentioned that off air and I, you know, the bolt right now is pretty quick, but there must be much, there, something more because they're going to open some lanes or something on the diagonal. They, I, I, I don't know saying. that they've entirely decided what they're going to do, okay. but they're, they're either thinking of adding a bike lane between, or not a bike lane, but a, a yeah, just one bike lane. Off you go. <laughs> How does that affect the bus service? Right. I'm not sure. So they, they're talking about adding a multi-use slash bus lane or making a, a place where the bus can jump the queue at the line at the yeah. lights. Yeah. That type of thing to to shave actually a considerable amount of time off of the bolt travel time between Longmont and Boulder. Yeah. And yeah. so they're saying like a total trip could take 40, 50, 60 minutes and you could you could save 10 or 20 minutes because you don't have to wait at the lights. You yeah. just get the blast pass traffic. Yeah. It's, it's backed up. And it, it does get really bad in the morning. And Oh, um, yeah, because of the IBM traffic and such. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, you didn't say it would take an hour to get to Boulder. I think the whole they, – You're saying, saying a round trip, it would take less than that. They're, they're, the estimates that they had on there – Because right now I could walk there and get there less than an hour. But anyway, go ahead. Could you? No, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's one of the commutes of bus travel is you got to stop a bunch on the way and whatever. Okay. So, but anyway, I, I've – I've brought you down to a different area, but we're really talking about Kaufman is kind of the best, is the, the newest thing, if you will, the future Kaufman Street corridor. So the proposed enhanced multi-use corridor features wider sidewalks, separated bike lanes, and dedicated bus lanes, allowing for safer travel options while reducing traffic congestion on Main Street. Didn't come up with this myself. It's a lovely flyer that I'm reading from. The proposed changes use the same 100 feet of existing right-of-way and will have no impact to existing property or buildings. So the fascinating thing I find about this, Brady, is that the buses will now be in the middle. Yeah. So says the diagram, which I think is strange. But I think if it's more, you know, not to be bougie here, but it's more European, if you will. I, so I don't know what do the Europeans do that's different. Like, I don't remember the Europeans getting off in the middle not well. I'm just thinking about like with trams. So if they have railroad trams, like I'm thinking about like in East Berlin, you know, where what was formerly East Berlin, they have trams, okay. and so the trams travel in the middle of the street, and the okay. platforms are in the middle of the street. And I guess if now, they, with bus they have, traffic, yeah, it'd be it's it's the same. If as they added somewhere. some sort of uh, median and a crosswalk thing, you could stop wherever you want. If yeah, the, if the buses exactly. just drive right through that. Yeah. So I don't know, but it is like there's buses in the middle, and then there's a driving lane, and then there's pike parking on either side, and then there's a. Uh, bike lane, I say bike lane already, uh, and then walkways. And it, I mean, it, it looks dramatic. So um, it does, but it looks also really kind of cool as far as the bicycling. 
aspect yeah. of it. Because I yeah that part, and I'd like to see this open up a little bit further. But if it's going to be from Ninth Street or yeah. all the way down to First Street, that's that's a lot. So that could take a lot of pressure off of that. And I know uh, talking to Kelsey, who rides the bus every day, she complains about the the Main Street areas. It's tough because if if the bus can go through there and it's a fast pipeline you could conceivably save a lot of time there because Main Street really, really clogs up these days. Oh, yeah. Well, and you could actually envision, so if you think about Kaufman all the way down to the cheese shop or cheese importers, there's that stop sign right now, and then there's industrial stuff. And so you can envision, not to say I'm wishing ill of anybody down there, but you could envision someday where maybe that road goes all the way further down to Ken Pratt Parkway. Yeah, and that pipeline, that corridor could really use something like that to say for bus traffic, for bike traffic, somewhere else, because the bike scene on Main Street, I don't know that it's... It's going to happen ever. It just doesn't seem no, like it will. just I mean, the narrowing of the lanes and the the middle, you know, the, right. the tree areas and that sort of thing, it I really just, doesn't make it conducive to opening it up to exactly. more. But the, the really cool thing we want our listeners to know about, too, is that the Kaufman Street Corridor Project is having a, having a uh, discussion on December 17th at 8.30 a.m., it's a Boulder, it's at the Boulder County Community Hub that's at 515 Kaufman Street again December 17th at 8:30 a.m. They're going to have a light breakfast served. They're going to do a project overview, learn about timing and then share your thoughts. So December 17th at 8:30 a.m. 8:30 a.m. So yeah. what's December 17th? Is that a weekend? Uh, I don't think so. I'm guessing that's probably a weekday. Just don't want anybody to show yeah. up. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. That's right. Well, the, the neat thing about it is, is that it's. Uh, I think it'll be a, a really interesting, dramatic change. But we were talking too off air that if you were to bring it to ninth, so you brought it to ninth, you could almost go up to eleventh now if you did something up to eleventh with bicycling on Kaufman. What's what's so if you think about where your butcher Frank is, yeah. So you just go across there, and then yep. you're already up to 11. Yeah, you could conceivably do that. You could conceivably easily get up there, but then, then when you run into the cemetery, you know what's that? Right. You know what do you do there? Yeah, so. I mean, the it makes it sound like Eric wants to bulldoze everything. I really don't. <laughs> I'm just saying for bicycling on the north south south corridor west of Main Street, it's really kind of difficult in some ways. Yeah, it can be just a, a tough area to go through, and I yeah. typically drive to I mean meetings and stuff in the middle of the day when yeah. just really off times. Yeah. But if you're if you're there at commute time, you you know the struggle. So we're gonna effort we're efforting to get Phil Greenwald from the city to talk about bicycling as it pertains to the city of Longmont and some of the changes that are proposed in the Kaufman Street yeah. um, corridor. I think that'll be really neat to hear from Phil and see what what's coming online too. Because the other thing we were looking at earlier is the proposed changes for First Avenue. So this is this is area. a bit difficult to explain without a map right in front of you. I mean, I, I'm going to try and talk you through because it is like we, we both looked at like we're both very familiar with this and we're looking at it going, what? No. So wait a second. It takes a I don't understand why it takes a map. Basically, what it is, is the people are disadvantaged that they have nothing visual. I'm not really sure that they should be looking at maps while they're driving. What? No, I'm not saying. <laughs> what? I'm saying. What try, you're trying to do is no, describe no. something audio <laughs> in on audio that they can't visually see. Yeah. Is, having a map or nothing isn't. <laughs> what else would you use as a visual aid to talk about? But I, having a map doesn't. It's that that's non sequitur. Oh, what, right. what does a map have to do with anything? Well, a anyway. map is going to show you what the streets currently look like, and then there's a thing on on. Jeez. <laughs> Did you know it's going to snow? <laughs> it might. <laughs> anyway, so if you can describe it. That's like what I was between, trying to say. <laughs> it's between that little elbow, if you will, on First Avenue. No, they're gonna, Rogers Rogers Road is what we call it, First Avenue. 
Oh, turns into first Boston. Down. It's Rogers. Then it's Boston. Then it's yeah. He's now he's going online to look at his map because he can't even remember what it looks like, and he's telling me whatever. I thought you were describing like how it looks to our listeners. That has yeah. nothing to do with a map. Try it. Oh, no. Can I? Can I have at least the thought for a second? So right now, what happens is you have Boston Avenue, which runs east-west, and it's a pretty decent pipeline. It, it, it travels pretty quick. And then if you want to get from Boston over to Main Street, that gets tricky. No, because no, you're thinking about first. Because Boston to Main Street is easy if you're going... Sort of. Sort of. you got to jog up, and then you drive past... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, so Boston, where left hand is. You think about it. Then right. it jogs yeah. around. Yeah. Yep. So yep. you're on the road, and you're, you're going past. And this, I think, is going to be an improvement for, for bicycles and foot traffic. So this isn't like a car thing. But when you're mo- when you're moving that way, if you want to commute... Yeah, i got the map up for you. Here, here's a map. Here's a map. So as you're, as you're traveling on Boston, to get over to Main Street, then it puts you on this weird sort of S-shaped jog... And then it, it dumps you yeah. out on 2nd Street. And then once you're on 2nd Street, then you're at the intersection that goes to the bridge. Yep. And then at, then you have to pass that. And then you go on the bridge to go north-south, whatever. And then you go over to Main Street, finally. Yeah. But there's not an easy way to get from Boston after you pass the left-hand brewing to just travel over the tracks, whatever, to get to Main Street. Exactly. So if you could, so if you think about where Sugar Beet, the restaurant is, yep. if there was a way to kind of go under the underpass, that was a, you know, you're going to, you're going to hug the railroad somehow. Basically yeah. something. So if you could hug the railroad there and widen that a little bit and then get over to Main Street that way, and that it, would work too. And I don't know if they're going to go under it. Eric <laughs> likes tunnels, he was saying. Um, well, if you think about it, because all you have to do is you have to cross over the railroad, like where Sugar Beet is, just diagonally across. You can see it. It's right there. I've done yeah. this before. I've walked my bike across the yeah. rickety, I think a lot of us you know, have, really yeah. bad stone and, you know, without twisting an ankle, yeah. getting over to First Avenue. Because you want to... Because I mean, you can. If, you, if there's a way to get over there, it's... I mean, you can right now, but you have to walk over there. But if there's a way to, like, navigate that, which is what it looks like they're proposing. Yeah, and that's exactly it. I think that they're... And we don't have specifics here. Yeah. So I'm going to say the city is going to... This is just me in fantasy. I'm going to say they're going to tunnel under the trains like we do in a thousand other places on... Because it'd be a small little tunnel and you go boop under the trains, back up, and then you've got a nice little path that you yeah. can just go over to... That would be really, really cool. But and I, I will say, because I, I don't like biking on second. It's just really messy with that intersection. Yeah. I've gotten shoved off by people yeah. looking at their phones on my bike yeah. and stuff. And I only need to go on it for a few blocks. Yeah. to get to uh, 300 Suns where my bike club starts. So I like this. I think this is a nice idea. Um, just a lot of small improvements that can make foot traffic, bike traffic, the bikeability of Longmont better. So I think that this is cool. I'm hoping to find more, but I didn't see anything in the plan in terms of exactly how they're going to do this. Yep. But um, this is proposed. That's so. why I think uh, kind of a deep dive with Phil would be great. So yeah. we will effort to get Phil on here so he can answer a little bit more questions about and, that. And also about like more of this just downtown area development stuff because the city's got a master plan. And I know. It's, it's huge. I know. I don't exactly. know what's going to be enacted, whatever. It's just massive. All right. So let's go on to events. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to make a correction. When we when I talked about the prohibition uh, thing over at the St. Brain Cidery, it's actually December 5th. It is actually going on. Um but it's December 5th. It's not December 7th, as I think. There were so many things that said December 7th. There really were. Like there was something wrong there. And Kelsey and I were talking about it after I got home because she listened. She actually listens to this. Wow, well, that's good. Yeah, that's isn't fun. that great? And it's just like, yeah, that's, I mean, Thanksgiving's late this year. And then you don't want to have everything. It's like you got yeah. the 7th and you got the 14th. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But this is December 5th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. over at the St. Vrain Cidery. Cool. So that's that prohibition thing that we were talking about. Um, the other thing over at the St. Vrain Cidery that I thought was really cool is they are doing a onesie. Like a pajamas? Onesie pu- pub crawl, yes. Really, pajamas? So November 27th. <laughs> yes, really? that's this weekend, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Your life isn't complete until you boozed around town in an adult-sized onesie. Are we right? So like a hoodie, footy kind of You got pajama. it. I mean, there's wow. a picture right here. It is Let me see this. Um, limited tickets available. So <laughs> tickets are $45. Limited tickets available. So get yours before they're gone, or you can find your local scalper. Yeah, no. I yeah. mean, if you got a good scalper, you should That's have right. access to any of this stuff. That's right. For just a Absolutely. small upcharge, I would think. <laughs> I mean, you gotta grease the wheels. That's right. I keep talking about scalping; it's probably illegal. I know. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Caveat: illegal. Yeah. Not also, a yeah. it's a joke. So it is a joke. Just, yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, the other thing too that I was really sorry we missed was November twentieth. They had a private um, book signing with Kate Johnson. She actually just she's the cheese person Nancy Rezac oh, mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And so she actually just wrote a new book called Tiny Goat, Big Cheese. Cool. And uh, that was her private launch party for her book. Oh, and so I really, I think we need to effort to get her on the show too as well. Because yeah. I think the the whole cheese making thing just blows my mind that we're like this yeah. internationally known I mean, cheese making place. There's a, there's a show I watch um, in French called Julie's Notebook. And like they go around France and it's just, it's always cheese making. Like, because they make oh, so many types cool. of cheese. Yeah. Because so they, they, almost oh. everywhere that they go, they have cheese. And it's like, it's always interesting. Like, every time they do it, it's like, oh, they're making cheese. And it's basically the same process. But it's interesting again. It is. And it's fascinating how you can get so many flavors out of really essentially the same yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it just happens to do with bacteria that happens to be yeah. floating around in that air or in the cave. It's really or, weird. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. It's just really cool. So finally, I have, um, this is a little further in the future, but I think it's so funny. The Festivus Eve party on Sunday, December 22nd. A Festivus for the rest of us? That's right. It is a Festivus. Is this the Seinfeld? Over at Bootstrap Brewing in Longmont at 142 Pratt Street. Um, Bring your marginally good food and come gather on the pole, (laughs) air your grievances, and join in the feats of strength shenanigans. Oh, yeah, I think this is from Seinfeld, right? <laughs> this is the Festivus. In fact, I went down this rabbit hole, too, because they had this other stuff about um, about other uh, Festivus stuff. So I had this entire thing about. I think, yeah. I yeah. think it was uh, George's dad came up with this he on did. the show. He and did. then it was, yeah, what, what's, what do you celebrate? It's like, ah, oh, feats of strength. <laughs> he did. Exactly. Do you have anything else in your events? or Nope. It's all, all events all the time with Eric. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right, and thank you for listening to another edition of Side Dish. Brady, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Eric. Yeah. We want to uh, do a special shout-out to Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to Clandestine Amigo for Unsatisfied, our music of the week. Awesome. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your podcasts. On which day? Which days are we usually Monday out? we post, yeah. yeah. Monday afternoon it's worth, we post. Worthy yeah. info. Absolutely. Reach out to us at info at sidedishlongmont.org and send us your music at info at sidedishlongmont.org. Have a good week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.